0: Silly putty with a bang. Growing up 1,500 miles away from the ocean, you hardly ever get a really good sea breeze. So for a Minnesota boy like me, living on the water was kind of perfect. It and was so it happened, perfect. My next door neighbor was a
1: fringe benefit. Ooh. Mm. she sure was a fringe benefit. She was. Did we even get her name? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> we because know. the episode took place before like she invites mac for breakfast or dinner that night or something and he's like i promise i'll make it yeah, this he's time He's like, you're
0: gonna make it this time aren't you macgyver
1: yeah just dis- yeah
0: I pro- nothing's gonna happen and then pete runs up hey mac
1: and he's like oh.
0: yeah, never mind um welcome to mullets and memories i am your host greg <laughs>
1: i'm your host dave champa
0: i'm your other host david damn it <laughs> Greg Klein. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mullets and Memories, episode forty-seven tonight. Greg and I will be talking about season three, episode three,
1: "Back from the Dead." Ooh. Ooh. So that's like last two weeks where or two episodes where someone came back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, exactly. But this person never died. Right, well, did die, and as we as we talked, died didn't didn't die. He quote unquote, he is dead. Dead.
0: dude, Haxminster. Um, oh, we miss Haxminster. I don't think we referenced him in quite some time. Dead. This is a continuation of a season two episode, almost exactly the exa- the exact same number. Like, so it was season two, episode two, the Eraser. This is season three, episode three. Wow, um, back from the dead, and it is a continuation of the uh,
1: the story of Jimmy the Eraser. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, right. (laughs) I remember we talked about someone running around in a giant eraser costume. That's right. (laughs) I think we even Uh, did the same thing then. We we... probably did. Such
0: idiots. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that episode and tell us that uh, we did that or not, You you probably won't. Because none of you do what we ask, no, it's fine. Like <laughs> that's email us, and that's all good. Email us, it's all good. I can only email. email I can only email our podcast email from my personal and work email so many times, <laughs> so, <laughs> just to make it look like we have more in there than we do. Um, so yeah, so this this episode, I think this is this was a this was a this was a, this was a rebound. Episode from the premiere. Oh, totally! Like leaps and bounds. I think considering that the eraser was in my top three of season two, uh, I'm not sure I will get it there yet because we're only three episodes in. So I gotta, I gotta get a little further into the series before I can, right. into the season before I can make that distinction. Though but... this
1: was superior to the previous two, I don't think it would have worked if they opened with this.
0: Like, no, if the season started with this. I don't think. No, it I don't worked. think it would have worked at all. I, I definitely don't. But I, I think. Definitely better than the premiere, but again, like you said, it wouldn't have worked yeah. as the premiere. Just weird. So, so, so yeah. It was pretty heavy. It, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It would not have been the best way to open the season. No. By
1: far. Like, by oh, far. I'm not having my kids watch this anymore. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um.
0: So I think we should just jump right in and start chatting it up a little bit how. Let me oh, chat you up, David. So, as we heard in that opening MacGyver is is flirting with a woman mm. outside his new home. Yes, he this is his third home. Third home in 3 years to get the houseboat. He finally has the houseboat, which I think he has for the remainder of the series, doesn't he? I think he? so. I think he does. Um, which leads us to believe why do you think he ended up moving into the houseboat? Do you think that the apartment above the warehouse or the hardware store mm. was having too many break-ins? <laughs> Maybe there's just... Literally, th- people kept breaking into that apartment. That's true. Just too much weird shit going on up there. You know, you got Dalton at the beginning of the season who stole all
1: of his stuff. All oh, right. <laughs> then he broke in dressed as a like a war... A drug... Warlord. That's right. Oh, then then MacGyver was dragging Pete up the stairs with his broken leg. Right, and then the his wheelchair. grandfather like busted into his apartment while MacGyver was making brewing eggnog. eggnog. <laughs> so it's just maybe it was just too much weird shit happening, and they're like, "You got oh, right." You, and Penny is showing. A, Penny shows up. The landlord let her in though. Right, right. So it's just
0: like maybe it was just too much or maybe it was the rent the, the rent was increasing Craig just
1: lost his I headphones just... dropped my <laughs> headphones <laughs> then the thing is the headphones were on my head <laughs> and then they fell, i, <laughs> and I <dropped> and <laughs> they have since now fallen off of your
0: head oh so, I'm such an idiot so we get the houseboat which is beautiful it's like two floors yeah it's two levels it's a beautiful looking boat um, um perfect for a bachelor yes that's and, true and yeah he's flirting with this woman like right outside the boat and he's uh- like um you ready the The woman is like hey we we, we we gonna have dinner tonight you're not gonna bail on me again like you do every other time no 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 no, no. i promise you it's not gonna happen it's not as he's saying this pete's like walking down the dock right. towards him
1: and i made a note does pete ever not wear a suit he's always in a suit he's always in a suit no matter where he is no matter what he's doing
0: it also looks like Dana Alcar lost a little bit of weight this season. Yeah, he looks good. He looked a little trimmer than he had in the beginning the middle yeah. to end of last Maybe season. Maybe he
1: took up MMA, what do you think? <laughs> yes. Oh man, could you see Pete in mixed martial arts? Busting some knuckles, just, uh, <laughs> just jabbing people with Yeah, shade your knuckles ice. are looking awfully calloused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Call me Pete Meat. Pete the meat hammer, meaty Pete, meaty Pete, meaty Pete and Petrovich, meaty Pete, the meat hammer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah.
0: So of course, Pete comes sauntering down the um down the docks, and he and he shows MacGyver a newspaper, and in the newspaper front page, there's a picture, and on the
1: picture is is Jimmy the Eraser, but not he's not the focus. No. So it's a picture of a pitcher, like in a, on the base about the Blue Hawks or something, the Bluebirds, the Bluebirds. Yep. And jimmy happens to be in the frame like in the dugout right and you know you can see it's not of jimmy but he's clearly there it's clearly
0: jimmy sitting in there and so you, of course macgyver got him into the witness protection program last mm-hmm. year figuring there was no way that jimmy was ever going to be found um, but you,
1: he's playing professional sports
0: right he's in, he's playing minor leagues and so he sh- of course he shows up in a picture because well, he's,
1: he's not playing he's a coach he's of one of the co- i think he's a pitching coach
0: yes um for for the bluebirds and so of course at some point there's going to be a picture of him doing his job right because he's clearly doing it well since mm-hmm. he's scouting these really really good players yeah um so pete's like you know it's not going to be very long before somebody connected to this incident a year ago sees this picture And goes after Jimmy. Yeah. It's not going to be very long before that happens. And MacGyver agrees with
1: him and Mm -hmm. doesn't really take much time and just like just turns around, just runs. Well, Mac was about to leave his houseboat to go for a run. Yeah. And he doesn't. He turns around and says, I can be there in an hour. They're going to be at a stadium. Yeah. He's like, I'll be there in an hour. Right. And so Mac drives his Jeep. To the stadium. To the stadium. I think it's a very—it's an unnamed stadium.
0: I don't think we actually get the name of it. If, if, yeah, I don't remember what it was. So this is my favorite. So so Jimmy, who's actually, he's not, so in the episode, the players call him Lou, because his, his, his witness protection, his name is Lou Rizzo. <laughs> um, but, Lou Rizzo. But he's only referred to as Lou for like the first five to seven minutes of the episode, and then the rest of the episode, he's Jimmy. So they arrive at the stadium. Where the bus just
1: literally pulls into the stadium and parks it out in the outfield. I thought that was weird. Like The, 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 the team's bus pulls into the stadium. And parks in like, the outfield. Inside the stadium. To, to, to let them off. I was like, maybe that's what they did in the late 80s,
0: but I don't think yeah. so. They'd I be like, "Why so.
1: get off the damn grass?" Like you say, like Fenway
0: Park. Like the away team just like pulls into the <laughs> dugout, is <just> like, <laughs> burr, driving straight through. No, um, no, that's dumb. Um, no, so so we meet Dave, Dave Malone. I think his name is, and he's he's the starting pitcher, and he's like really nervous about starting um, in front of all these people. And Jimmy, you know, one of Jimmy's strengths is like he's really rela- he can he can get these people to relax. Hmm. He's like, "Listen, just relax. It's going to be like
1: any other stadium." You don't have to worry about it. Just the, like, yeah. The kid made some comments. It's like, they say the stadium can hold 60,000 people. Well, my hometown was only 400 something. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just background noise. Once you focus, they won't be there anymore. Right. So yeah. he, Jimmy's a good coach.
0: He's a, he's a, and they really, it's clear that they respect him and that they, they think he's doing a really good job, obviously, since he's been doing this for about a year. Um, so then we cut to a peer and we have a man named Paul Weber. And one of his associates and they're they're mourning the loss of Papa Chuck.
1: Oh, Papa Chuck. You can call me Papa Chuck. You can call me Papa Chuck. I'm gonna murder your family as I feed you ice cream. What a dick. Well yeah, Papa Chuck was a piece of work. He really was.
0: So he's a sociopath. So yeah, so Papa Chuck has passed away. Nope. And Paul, the gentleman that we see on the pier, he is basically getting ready to assume, like, the new Don. Like, he's the he's going to take over the business.
1: So, like, I, what I gathered was Papa Chuck and this guy and maybe a few others were wor- all working together. Right. And this dude was going to take over Papa Chuck's stuff. You know, not so much the whole entire thing, maybe, but he's going to absorb what Papa Chuck was doing. Right. And right. do it better. <laughs> so, uh, So Paul
0: is getting ready to have a meeting with... Ralph, fucking Ralph, who is the one who supposedly killed Jimmy at the end of the, the Season 2, Episode 2 episode. Uh, Correct.
1: The Eraser. But it was clear that he didn't, and that he knew that he didn't. Right. So this entire time, Ralph has been you know hiding the fact that he never killed Jimmy, but right. never really checked up on him. He, that's the thing, is he didn't actually check the body, so he right. just assumed... That's that he right. Shot Jimmy and he was dead because at the end of that other episode, they ended up like in a costume factory or something. So Jimmy had fake blood packets. He right. was he, shot. They did the mirror trick, so it looked like right. Jimmy was standing in the mirror, and then he shot the mirror, and yeah. it looked like yeah. So I guess okay to Ralph's ugh, to Ralph's credit. He thought he shot Jimmy, but he never confirmed it. He didn't confirm the
0: death because he because MacGyver made the sound of the police, oh, right. siren Woo-hoo! with the with the comb. Oh, what a! And yeah. so, j- so Ralph couldn't check, so he ran. Yeah. Um. So Weber Weber is like praising Ralph for all the work he's done for the organization. He's like, you know, you're gonna be moving up in this organization soon if you keep doing what you're doing. And keep Ralph, doing what you're Ralph's doing. like, listen, I can handle yeah. anything you you throw at me. I can do keep this. And I'm like, doing. fucking work has he done? He's such a douchebag i hate ralph i hate him he's so such much. a piece <laughs> of shit and he just gets worse as the episode goes on right um so weber leaves ralph um and we have a guy his name is sal he's ralph's partner i guess you could call him his like his yeah like his I think his lackey l- lackey yeah that's his exactly lackey. what i
1: was thinking um
0: so he shows ralph the article and he's got he shows the picture like jimmy's not dead he's like no that can't be him that's not him it's no not way. jimmy i can't i don't believe that and so he's like listen it's clearly Jimmy and so if Ralph if Weber finds out that you fucked this up and you didn't actually kill him you're pretty much
1: good as dead yeah so we need to finish this job and right. we need to kill Jimmy right but which in a, in a sense so the fact that these guys know that Jimmy's alive but th- want to hide the fact that he's alive right is beneficial to jimmy because it's just these two dudes it's not like exactly. the whole mob is coming after them
0: and that's where i was going next too. like they're the only two that know this no one All else right. knows so if jimmy and ralph are taken out of the picture then they're set and jimmy can sort of return to life as usual right
1: um if jimmy and ralph are taken out of the picture what did i say Did i say jimmy said. and ralph i meant okay. ralph and sal okay Ral and Sal. Sal Sal Ralph. Ralph. Sal Ralph. So this was the first of many
0: notes that I wrote that just says, God, I fucking hate Ralph. (laughs) I wrote this so many times over the course of the episode. He was such a dick. So MacGyver arrives at the stadium and he kind of like hangs back and he's watching Jimmy with pitching practice and he's watching him sort of like mentor Dave. and um (laughs) well who comes out we see a guy come out and he runs out and he goes and it's fucking hank aaron (laughs) 750 plus home runs dude's like a monster in in the in the major leagues i know hank aaron runs out dave's like oh my god i can't pitch against him that's fucking hank aaron like he's the home run king yeah there's no way i could do this and jimmy and jimmy's like listen just don't even think about the fact that it's hank aaron so the first couple pitches he bombs home runs, yeah, and handles him, so then he ends up, so he ends up sort of like letting go, and he lets the fear go, and Dave strikes him out three pitch, one, two, three, done, yeah, strikes him out, which I thought was kind of cool, it was a it was an interesting cameo, yeah. I liked the scene because it really showed Jimmy and his element, but mm-hmm. also I'm like. Hank Aaron must just have been a fan of the show because the cameo was just kind of or, out of... It could have been anyone to come up. Right, or a friend. It could have been anyone. Right, so yeah. I was like, he must, maybe he liked the show and they just
1: threw him in a cameo here or something, but I'm like, this was just kind of out of place. It was just... Fun. Well... <laughs> It was out of place in the world, I guess, yeah. because it brought it into reality. That's the first real person, exactly.
0: Yeah, like he played himself.
1: Like it's he played his, himself. Hank Aaron comes out, yeah. right? So, in terms of the show, maybe it was weird, but I thought in ter- uh, in that episode, it totally fit. I, I yeah,
0: problem. yeah, it, but it was, but it was fun. I think it was a fun moment, and again, it really, it really showed Jimmy in his element, and, and it was, it was very, it was a really nice scene to see. So,
1: mm-hmm. what? Well, what? Well, so this is the bit. So Jimmy. Well, what's his what's his fake name? Uh, uh, Lou. Lou. Lou is helping the pitching and all that stuff, and everyone starts going inside, and Lou's cleaning up. Yeah, and MacGyver's there waiting for everyone to go away. Right, but he and he's gonna say hello. Yeah. from like across the stadium, he's like, "Hey, yeah," but he doesn't say, "Hey, Lou." He says, says hey. "Hey, Jimmy." Yes, he calls him out in the middle of the field by his real name. Yeah. and and jimmy's like oh is that you macgyver and And they run up and they give each other a little hug like a a genuine hug you know it's like jimmy they saved each other's lives yeah it was it was a nice i thought it was a nice i just thought it was funny like here macgyver's coming to help save him protect him some more right and he's the one macgyver's the one that's so like throughout
0: the episode he's he's being so cognizant of the fact that like he has to protect jimmy Da, 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 and yet he calls him out by Jimmy yeah. in the middle of the field before before the team has left. Right. You know, the team's getting ready to go into the uh, the, the <laughs> locker room to play Who's right. in My Mouth. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what they do? That's what, that's what they do, right? Isn't that what people do in the I, locker rooms? I
1: guess so. Yeah. They Are shut they? off the lights and they like to play a little game called Who's in My Mouth. Sure. I've not gone to those games. That's what the, that, I've not I, done that, David. I mean,
0: I wouldn't know. I've never been in a locker oh. room before. But anyway. Oh. But yeah, it was a nice it was a nice reunion between the two of them. And so they they kind of have a conversation. He's like hey, hey Jimmy, we got let's go up. We got to talk up in the up in the rafters or the up in the rafters. <laughs> up in the rafters. Let's we go hang talk. off the rafters for a few <laughs> minutes let's go climb up into the steel and hang around up there. <laughs> so he shows Jimmy the newspaper article and he's like we I I hate to tell you this, but like you got to change your life again. You got to, you got to leave now. Like you got to leave this life and you got to start a new life. We're going to get you into another program. We're going to get you a new name. And he's like, I can't do that. Like, this is my life. This is what I love. This is what I always wanted to to do. Do. And this is what, this is this episode. Anytime these two, much like last episode with with Dalton and and MacGyver, anytime these two are sharing a scene, even if it ends poorly, I was in it. Yeah. hundred percent in that. I'm just watching those two and their chemistry, uh, was phenomenal.
1: Well, it's the most realistic interactions MacGyver or any characters really have. Yeah, like there's Jack and then there's Jimmy. They're like even sometimes even with Pete, it's not quite all right. real. Right. But this is like good. This is good acting and good writing. Like this was engaging. Like it was really good. I yeah. love these two characters. It was
0: it was good. So eventually, Jimmy does realize he's like I. I guess I really don't have a choice. Yeah. Um. So Ralph and Sal yeah. arrive around the same time that he and Mac are getting ready to leave and mm-hmm. they can kinda of like confront them. They're like at two
1: ends two different ends of the hall, yeah in, in the in the first floor of the stadium. But this is the funny thing, like Sal and Ralph come to the stadium to kill Jimmy. Right. Like in broad daylight. Yeah, they're just going to walk in there. And they're like running down the hall, like screwing on the silencer Yeah, and shoot him yeah. wherever he happens to be. Yeah. The place is like got people in it. I mean, it's just it's not a lot, but there's no. pe- there's people in there. There's it's a maintenance crew, And oh, yeah, absolutely. That's another reason why I hate Ralph, because he's a shithead. He is. And of course, you've got the team. Oh,
0: and the team is clearly in the locker room right now. Right. You know. Um, so MacGyver and Jimmy like run up to one of the upper tiers of the stadium and they lock the door with, with a broom handle. They just kind of like shove it in between the doors to stop it from, from opening Mm -hmm. temporarily. Um, Ralph and Sal kind of come through pretty quickly. And this was my, the first cool scene, the first great scene of the, of the episode I thought was that, (laughs) so MacGyver takes a fire hose and he drapes it over, um, I don't even know what you would call that. The, like this, I don't know. Just, there's some guy wire, or a cable, cable connecting like the, that goes all the way down to the first, like the the third baseline. I don't know why up. it was there.
1: I have no idea what the point of that was.
0: So they basically use it as a zip line.
1: Yeah, and they zip line all the way down from like the third row up in the balcony. Well, I was just waiting all the way down. So he cut off a piece of fire hose. I think that's a felony. So cut yes. off a piece of fire hose to use it as a rope. And but I could just picture it like so basically MacGyver hung on and then Jimmy jumped onto MacGyver. Yeah. So what is that? It's probably like four hundred pounds plus. It le- they're at least well, didn't he say in the, the human
0: factor that it was like a buck eighty five? Yeah. So, yeah. but even still, you're looking at three fifty to four hundred. Pa- yeah,
1: and I was just picturing that that cable slicing through that hose like a piece of cheese, like <laughs> just, it just sh- tumbling down. He makes the, it, it maybe like chair. a third of the way down the bleachers, and the it slices through, and they just fall onto the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, there's no way broken ribs and Jimmy's yeah. just splayed out the broken, neck. or like there's no way it would slide that smoothly. Yeah. Like it's canvas <laughs> and rubber on cable. Yeah, but come was, on.
0: It, I mean, I know, and it was, but it was such a cool scene. It to was, was really the, like, cool, like
1: sliding down that thing. And, it was a great getaway, and then and then they make it down there to the dugout, and they start running, and the they're, they're Saul and. Ralph for shooting at them. Yeah, but now this time I'm realizing I thought in the previous episode with Jimmy he said he had bad knees. He did say and he, he had wasn't bad running. Knees. good And here he's booking it.
0: Yeah, and he's like you know he's and he's landing on the top of this dugout from the zip line at a pretty high speed. Right. So when he slams onto that dugout, I mean those knees, if he's yeah. got, jeez man. Yeah, yeah it's it's he's, like, I don't know. And you're right. Like he's he's going at he's running at a healthy clip. Yeah. through that stadium. He's got
1: some speed on him. Absolutely. So. I don't know. So, I don't
0: know. So after they get away, Sal Sal kind of has a moment of worry. He's like, "Listen, I don't know if we're going to be able to kill Jimmy." Like, I don't like he's going to keep mm-hmm. getting away from us and Sal's like, "Oh no, I I I think I've got a way to get Jimmy to do what we want." Mm-hmm. And he he mentions that Jimmy has a daughter and a grandson.
1: Yeah, like, oh.
0: I get it. I'll get his daughter. Yeah. So we fade out and we come back and we are in Jimmy's daughter's house. Her name is Susan. Yeah. And Susan's son is named Brian. Mm. And Brian has come home from a baseball game covered in dirt, but he didn't actually play. And this was actually really sad. I was like, "Why are you this covered is so in depressing?" Because this reminded me of me growing up playing little league. Dave, he's like, he's like, "Oh, but why?" The mom's like, Susan's like, "Well, why are you so dirty?" And he's like, "Well, I purposely slid into second base so people would think I actually played, but I wanted to have a dirty outfit, but yeah. I didn't actually
1: play." Yeah, seems like something like that. it. Sounds like his coach is a dick too, because this is yeah. little league, right?
0: It's little league. And and it's probably coach, eight or nine.
1: The, this guy, Brian, said his coach said that if it if. if I have something about, like, if it wasn't a uh, such a cr- critical game, he would have let him play. Right. But it's like, come on, it's a freaking little, little league. It's a little Like, you, don't, don't take yourself shit, so seriously. But, and also, why wasn't your mother at the game, kid? Well, that's the other thing, too. What the fuck was she doing at the... Like, she's like, okay, go ahead and have fun at your game. Like, I'm
0: sorry, yeah. your parents are supposed to, like... Go yeah. to your extracurricular activities, go to your game yeah. and watch, and she's like, "Well, oh, you're dirty, did you play? He's like, "No, I just slid into second base a couple times, so it, it
1: looked like I played oh sad. sad just reminded me of me growing up in little League. Uh, I played Little League too. I sucked at it. I wasn't i I played I don't know why I think I wanted to do something. I think my parents also wanted me to do something, but I, I played baseball and didn't know how the game worked.
0: Yeah, I didn't know how to play, yeah. That was me. I just I was I don't want to say I was forced into these, but I was like I had no desire to play
1: sports. No, like I I enjoyed baseball, but yeah. I didn't know how to play and I it was never competitive or aggressive and the kids that were I just didn't comp- I couldn't compete with them. Right. I was like eh Right. So yeah. outfield, that was my job. That was me. I left, could throw far, but left field, right field, that was my uh-huh. that was my position. I was a shitty hitter. But so I, <laughs> hit shitter. A hity shitter. shitter. But I hated I didn't dislike being out there, but a lot of clover and stuff. Out, yeah, so there are a lot of bees. I hated that. I was yeah. freaked out yeah. by it bees. Was,
0: yeah, I don't was not a big Little League fan growing up, but yeah. clearly Brian wants to be a big Little League fan. And I know the coach isn't letting him play
1: because his coach is a douche.
0: So the door knocks, and Susan opens it, and it's Ralph, and he's like, "Hi, are you, are you Susan? Yeah, I'm Susan." And I was like, "Oh, hey, I, I have a message from your father." And then it, like, fades out and cuts back to the houseboat. Yeah. And he kind of, like, Ralph gets this, like, shitty smile before Man, cutting away.
1: I got a message from your father. Ugh, mm. fucking
0: Ralph. Mm. So we're back on the houseboat, and Pete, MacGyver, and, and, and Jimmy are, are kind of, like, chatting it up a little bit. And he's like, listen, the police didn't find any sign of Ralph and Sal at the stadium. But we can only assume that Ralph
1: has to kill you <laughs> yeah. without any help. Because no one needs to find out that he fucked up the first so time. So that's the thing. Like, MacGyver and Pete f- figured out that Ralph has to do this alone because of just how- the implications. Right. So he's like, hopefully no one else has found out yet. And they're right. going to do what they can so they don't find out. But So Ralph, right. and, Ralph and Saul are on their own.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is good. Which is which is nice, and it's, it's it was a clever way to only involve these two, so it's not it doesn't like branch out into more of the mobs. So I was going nice to say way to have that.
1: I think this is another reason why this episode was so strong because it was a core group. It was it was MacGyver, Jimmy, Saul, and this other dude. Yeah, and pretty much. I mean, there was, are some other maybe there characters. were a few here and there, like secondaries, but like it was that core four. But it wasn't like this multi national all over the place, flying here trying to get over the border here, right? stupid right exactly so jimmy
0: was like hey my you mind if i call the stadium i gotta check on dave he's been really nervous and i don't want him to think like that i bailed out on him but i yeah. want him to at least know that i'm the picture i'm thinking about it yeah he's like i want to let i want to let him know so he called dave and he's like hey how you holding up he's like oh i'm doing all right but hey listen uh lou um this guy named ralph called asking for you and he left a message mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, what did he say? He's like, oh, well, he said something about your, your daughter and your grandson, and then he left, a, he left a phone number. And what I think is funny is that Ralph doesn't know that Jimmy goes by Lou Rizzo, does he? Unless he read it in the newspaper. He, yeah, he
1: had to. So he
0: must have called, he must have asked for he Lou. He saw the picture, he figured okay. out
1: who he was and what his job was. Because I was thinking when I was watching, I'm like, shit, like, he doesn't know that he goes by Lou. So, so is he, he asking for Jimmy? He probably was, at, he figured out who, what Lou, what Jimmy's position was there. Right. And uh, yeah, okay. or there was a caption in the newspaper. It was probably simple. Yeah.
0: All right. And, uh, okay. Because
1: Ralph's an idiot. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So Ralph's like, so Dave's like, yeah, Ralph said something about your grandson and your daughter, but he, he also, he gave me a number and you, you know, he wants you to call him. So he writes down the number and he calls Ralph back. Who's, who's
1: at the cannery. Oh right. Ralph was at Papa Chuck's cannery. Papa Chuck's old cannery. Now, I don't remember. Did we visit that cannery when the Papa Chuck I episode? believe it was briefly mentioned or seen okay. in The Eraser. I don't Another know if it friggin was a cannery. I think there's a scene with Papa Chuck in the cannery. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have like a, a tally of how many canneries there or are logging plants <laughs> or logging. <laughs> logging. facilities, lumber facilities. So, Ralph picks up the phone and he's like,
0: "Jimmy, listen. I've got your god your grandson and your daughter. Mm-hmm. I need you to come to the cannery alone. You remember where it is, right? He's like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what so you're talking about. So this whole time that he's been on the phone, MacGyver's been taking a shower. Um, <laughs> so MacGyver comes down, and Jimmy like throws the phone number away, and MacGyver watches him throw that number But at. this
1: is also the first time that Jimmy learns that he has a grandson.
0: <laughs> yes, and he doesn't realize that he's going to- Freaking gonna... Ralph tells him Ralph... over the phone. <laughs> tells him he's got a grandson. What a piece of shit. So- Jimmy sees MacGyver and he like crumples up the phone number and he throws it away. And MacGyver sees him do that but doesn't really think much of it. And he's like, You know, I haven't been to church. In a- this is Ralph, uh, uh, not Ralph. Um, Jimmy's like, I haven't been to a church in a while. He's like, I think think it might be time for me to go back and just maybe make a confession. He's yeah, like, yeah. I got a lot of stuff to get off my mind. You, do you mind if I call the church? And,
1: and he's like, no. like, I got a there's a priest, there's a guy here. I don't know if he's still here, but uh, I'm gonna I want to give him a call. You might not try that. Yeah. Yeah. So he calls Father Kowalski. Yeah. And he start he I mean basically Kowalski. it's it's
0: a quick conversation. He's like Father, I got a lot of stuff I want to get off my chest. Maybe you could help me find some peace. And the way he's talking, it's almost like yeah. he's speaking in code. It was great. It was a really great. And I wish we had pulled the clip, but we didn't, and that's fine. But he's like he's like perhaps you could give me some peace. Right. And you can see like these these inflections are coming out. And so yeah. Oh, that's great, Father.
1: I'll be there. Yeah.
0: And so when they get to the church. He goes into the confessional with MacGyver or with Father Kowalski. <laughs> Jimmy and MacGyver are in one confessional oh, booth together, cr- crammed in, <laughs> scrunched in. There. in. Um, so Kowalski, he's sitting across from, him and he slides open the the window, and he's like, "Forgive me, Father." And he goes, "I, you know, da da da." He's like, "I would like you to, you know, help me find some peace." And he he pulls out a gun and he goes, yeah. "The Gospel According to Smith and Wesson." <laughs> and he yeah. hands him the gun. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> and he slips into the confessional booth, and so. Jimmy comes out and he goes to the front. And he kneels down. And he starts praying at at the front of the at the front of the church. So Kowalski leaves the confessional, but MacGyver notices that when he leaves, he doesn't genuflect mm-hmm. as he passes the altar. Right, and then he leaves, and so MacGyver's like, "Huh, that's weird. Well, that's a little weird. Like, you know, as a priest, you're supposed to genuflect when you walk by the altar. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's your job. So he goes up to Jimmy and he's like, "Jimmy, listen. Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, he didn't genu. Like, what? What's real? Like what's going on? That's not. Yeah, that wasn't a real priest. And Ralph's like, fine. No, listen, Jimmy. Did I say Ralph again? You did. God, I fucking hate Ralph. I hate he's Ralph. Getting so into much. my mind, and I hate him. Oh, dark,
1: dark, <laughs> dark, dark, dark. Uh, MacGyver. Dark MacGyver is coming. Up. He's gonna take care uh, of Ralph in the in the confessional. Mm. Mm. So Jimmy, so <laughs>
0: MacGyver confronts Jimmy, and Jimmy's like, "Listen, Ralph's got my family. He's got my daughter." He's got my grandson. I didn't even know I had a grandson until today. Yeah. And, and McGyver's like, What? Again. Phenomenal scene. So the good. Emotions are hardcore in this yeah. like and just McGyver's just like being a friend. Yeah. And he's just talking. He's like, Listen you need my help. Let me help you. I promise you I'm not going to call the authorities. I'm not going to get anyone else involved in this. Right. But you need my help. And Jimmy gets up and just knocks MacGyver to the ground. Yeah.
1: Slugs him right in the stomach and then brings two fists down on his back. He's like, I'm and sorry. Just knocks him. He's like, I'm sorry. I have to do and this. And here's the thing. MacGyver doesn't – he just gets knocked over. So this is what I like about MacGyver. So MacGyver, Jack, Pete, Jimmy even can knock out bad guys with one punch or by tripping them, or right. by like pulling them out of the car. But Jimmy punches Mac in the stomach and like clobbers him on the back, and MacGyver nothing happens to him. He just right. falls over. Yeah, <laughs> He's a, yeah in MacGyver world, MacGyver's a beast. He is a beast. If people can get cold cocked so easily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so MacGyver's just kind of like rolling around on the floor for a few seconds, and he he does he, he runs out to see, but obviously Jimmy's gone, and he didn't um, take MacGyver's jeep. He didn't, so Which did he, he just run? Surpre- he must have just run someplace. Run on ran, his bad knees? Run or
1: ran? He ran on his bad knees. He runned. Oh, he runned. He runned it? He runned it, it down his he, bad knees. He
0: runned it on his bad knees something down to like the cannery. That. God. He's going
1: to plug some lead into freaking Ralph.
0: Right. So he's trying to figure out. Like, MacGyver's like, running through his mind like, what the hell's going on? And then he remembers that Jimmy threw away that piece of paper, presumably right. with something on it. So he runs back to the houseboat. <laughs> and, he, and he runs back to the houseboat and he runs out and he opens up the paper and he finds the number and he calls pete and he's like pete listen da. he explains the situation with what what jimmy just did and he goes like, i need you to trace this number I, I gotta figure out what's going on so he does he he traces the number back to the cannery mm-hmm. and so McGuire was like all right well that's clearly where he's heading yeah um so we cut to the cannery and sal is like sweating <laughs> yeah profusely please. like waiting yeah.
1: for jimmy to arrive well, again these guys they're gangsters you know they're all dressed up in three-piece suits
0: as you as you do as you
1: do in, in an old cannery
0: <laughs> of course of course so not out of place so sal's all sweaty and gross waiting for jimmy and yeah. susan's inside and he's like listen uh, my dad's dead like he died when i was three. Oh,
1: did he he was like, yeah. He was an insurance salesman, and he died. Like that's he died. I think he said he died in a car accident. It sounded like he said he would go away on business trips, and, and Ralph was just like, yeah, right. He wasn't. He wasn't selling insurance. He was like, <laughs>
0: yeah. He was like, yeah, in yeah, people's yeah, He
1: was. Uh, he had this really stupid line about life insurance. He's like, yeah. He was working for insurance. <laughs> life insurance. <laughs> yeah, he's such a dick. Okay, for such a, a I, I'm guessing cold blooded because the guy's becoming pretty nasty. Oh, he absolutely... He's a complete shithead. He really is. Like, how re- do, how are you even functioning in this world? Oh, he sucks. How is the so-called family even allowing you to Ch- be around? How does
0: Papa Chuck respect you so fucking much, you dipshit? Yeah.
1: Well, I have to say, I mean, the character was pretty consistent from the last time he pl- that guy yeah, played Yeah, I
0: mean, it. he definitely carried the character over really well because he was just as much of an idiot in The Eraser. God, Ralph was just a dipshit. Ugh. <laughs> We're just going to keep venting about him. I know. So, MacGyver... Sneaks into the cannery as well, um, and he actually gets up on the roof before mm-hmm. Jimmy does anything. And so Jimmy- Well, Jimmy doesn't know Max there. Jimmy doesn't know Max there yet. So
1: Jimmy ambushes Sal by rolling a bo- <laughs> like a, an empty bottle, and <laughs> right. Sal's like, oh, what's this? And he sees Jimmy. Yeah, and Jimmy just like calmly walks up behind him, with, puts a gun in his back. Which is takes great. Sal's piece, and it's like, tell me, where, where is everybody? And I was like, I have no, I'm not going to hesitate to shoot you. I don't care. Just where's get my Ralph, family? Get Ralph out here.
0: Yeah. Now. Right. And I love it because he's so cool. He's so calm about it. It's like that's it. his not, business.
1: He's not. He's slipped right back into the old Jimmy. I know. And that's like, well, Ralph said something about that. He tells told, told Sal, go outside. And Sal's like, what? We're, he's like, we're going to meet him here. He's like, don't forget who he is. It's Jimmy the Eraser. Right. Don't forget what he does. And that, It was just like, as soon
0: as he came out, that, yeah. the Eraser was there. Yeah. And he walks in. He's like, I'll kill you if I have to, but you need to get Ralph out here now. Yeah. And so Ralph, I'll give him credit, Ralph knew it was a trap yeah
1: and he sends out susan and brian the grandson first right so maybe that's you know maybe maybe there's something maybe ralph just maybe we're just reading him wrong you know david maybe we're over ralph okay you all know. right we'll go with that or he's just a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> that's the easy route. Um, you don't want to. You don't want to like pull apart his personality and really try to figure out what it r- Peel away the layers of the onion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is that line? in... um have <gasps> seen the dictator. Sasha Baron Cohen. I actually dictator. never saw that. No. There's a great line in it where it's like, Yeah, on the you're like an onion. On the outside, there's a layer of cocksucker. But when you peel it away, there are nine more layers of cocksucker. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's Ralph. It's great. That's totally Ralph.
0: <laughs> oh God. So. Yeah, so Ralph's like I'll kill I'm going to kill your family like if you do if you do anything. And so Jimmy's like all right, listen, I'll 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 we'll go we'll offer an exchange. I'll give you Sal. Yeah. You give me back my family. <laughs> and Ralph's like fuck you. No. <laughs> yeah. You can fucking kill him. Kill Sal. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is totally a mob thing. Like he's like like all those guys are expendable. If if is Ralph a, is okay. as high if Ralph is as high up as he says he is, mm-hmm. then killing
1: Sal They'll just
0: replace Sal with someone else.
1: Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. So, and I, which, which brought up, which brought something up into play that didn't happen. I'm kind of pissed about it. What? So, okay, this c- continues. Like Jimmy's got the gun on Sal. Ralph has the gun on uh, Jimmy's daughter and his grandson. They're at a standoff. Yep. Okay. So that's that's where we are. So Ralph tells Jimmy, "Go ahead and shoot Sal." Yep. So, all right. So. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know. So, 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 so you get it back yet? Yeah. So right. basically Jimmy then kind of was like, okay, fine. You know, meanwhile, MacGyver's climbing up in the rigging and on us a gantry crane and all this. Shit. Right. But, uh, Ralph's, uh, Jimmy's like, okay, okay. Basically puts the gun down and Saul backs up, grabs his gun, holds Jimmy at gunpoint. Ralph is going to plug everybody. But, uh, MacGyver somehow releases this fishing net yeah. down onto Sal. Fucking pummels him. Knocks him out drops from the weight the- of that fishing net. <laughs> and then MacGyver somehow like jumps down or comes down. I don't, I don't remember. I, mean, I literally watched this probably less than 12 hours ago. Yeah, and I feel like he'd lo- he jumped off... The crane that was holding the fishing net. like He rolled down. He made it down. And lands on Ralph. Lands on Ralph, and they start fighting. Jimmy takes his daughter and grandson. They they run. Yep. And MacGyver and Ralph get into this knockout fight. And Ralph's bigger than MacGyver. Ralph's beating beating the the shit out out of him. And this is what, what I got to. Yes. They're fighting on a dock. MacGyver's getting backed up closer and closer to the dock's edge to the water. Right. I thought... That Saul was gonna get up and shoot Ralph because Ralph was gonna waste him, right? Anyway, right? And it didn't happen. That's what I thought. I thought there's gonna be some some finale there, some finishing off Ralph. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Saul would be the problem, but like that didn't happen. I was like, I uh, I misread it. Yeah, that's what I was getting at this whole time.
0: Yeah, and it just yeah. But that fight, I mean, it was but, so one hand. Like MacGyver just forgot how to fight.
1: Yeah, and Ralph beats the shit out of him. Yeah, and knocks him into the water. And then Saul tosses Ralph the gun. Yep, and Ralph just aims down in the water and shoots it. And you clearly see MacGyver get hit. He gets hit right in the stomach. It's like, oh my god! And then MacGyver literally he starts going under the water. And then the ne- the last
0: shot you see before we cut to commercial is MacGyver's shoes just like sinking right under the water. And I'm like, holy shit! Like yeah. that was intense. MacGyver just got shot. Yeah. Unbelievable reels, like he really got like, dude plugged. Went. It was unbelievable. Boom. It was unbelievable.
1: And I was like, holy crap! And th- and like this is getting intense, like even more intense. Yeah. And then Ralph and Saul, when the- when we come back from commercial, run off into the cannery chasing Jimmy who's yeah who at this point is is hidden he's hidden Susan and
0: Brian mm-hmm. and he's kind of keeping them under under wraps and we have another really nice moment where he's like listen the Susan the reason I abandoned you guys was because it was just a lot safer for you and your mother there was no like I I, I, I couldn't put you guys in danger mm-hmm. for any of this and Susan's like I don't believe I don't believe a word you're saying to me and then Brian's
1: just like hey I have a grandfather <laughs> I know <laughs> it was Brian's so just weird. really inside he's got a papa <laughs> I got a grandfather I got a grandpa yeah and Jimmy's basically like yeah yeah, okay. Well, when I when you hear the signal, I want you to break this window and get out.
0: Yeah, he's like, "I'm going to cause I'm going to cause a,
1: a hell of a ruckus and as soon as that set goes, you break that window and get out." Yeah.
0: So, we cut to back onto the pier and we see two hands come up over the side and just start like Pulling themselves up really, really slowly. And it's MacGyver.
1: It's like a fucking stomach wound. Yeah. And like, this is, I think, the first time we see a, a fair amount of blood in this show. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, dripping salt water, which must have burned like crazy. It's, like, on his hands, and blood. He's coating his shirt. It's just like, Ugh. And he looks like shit. And I, I have to say, like, Richard Dean Anderson, when he plays sick, when he plays, like, injured, he does it. He like, does it. He goes for it. I really. was buying it all the way through. He's just yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Crawling around and then it keep it cuts back to Jimmy in the cannery with his kids, yep uh the kid's daughter and with his daughter and grandson and uh basically what he's gonna do is gonna create a diversion to get Ralph and Saul's attention, yep. and essentially sacrifice himself for the safety of his family,
0: right exactly. Yeah. So he does. So he causes this ruckus and he, he knocks over a bunch of stuff as much as he can. And um, Susan and Brian they end up breaking that window and they do end up getting out. And Ralph at this point was like, "Jimmy, listen, MacGyver's dead. You're next. All right. Yeah. This is like this is how it's going to happen." They're, they're like
1: hollering in the cannery because yeah. they can't. They haven't found him yet, but they know he's in there. Right. So like, this, we know you're here, Jimmy.
0: Right. So at this point, Jimmy's family's gone. They've gotten out. Um, Ralph and Sal they kind of corner Jimmy. Mm-hmm. like in front of a boiler yeah like a steam boiler and jimmy's like no i'm not gonna tell you where they are i'm not gonna tell you where my family is I, mm-hmm. I can't do that and so ralph in in a moment of just like i was like oh okay so ralph really he's not he's not that much of a dick shoots jimmy right in the shoulder yeah and he
1: just brings him down <sighs> and all meanwhile macgyver has been crawling around bleeding all over the place like trying to find jimmy and hearing all this stuff going on and so he finds these two pikes yeah like just laying up against the wall and he grabs he grabs
0: the pikes and he starts hobbling around while he's holding these two really heavy pikes Uh and jimmy collapses to the ground after he gets shot in the shoulder and and uh he starts laughing and he's like he's like i'm not going to give this information to you you're gonna have to kill me dead yeah and he falls down and he looks up and he I don't know if he notices MacGyver yet, but the way the camera's angled behind yeah. Jimmy, you see MacGyver slowly come up, right, like above Jimmy and Sal.
1: Before, and, and as but you know, Ralph isn't going to just kill Jimmy; he's going to essentially torture him, Because right. he's changing the magazine in his gun, right? And he's like, "You know what these are?" And he's like, "They're hollow point wad cutters." Yeah. <laughs> and they, so basically, it's going to keep shooting him. In, in like different places on his body right doesn't it, like it goes
0: into his body yeah, they expand as and they a normal bullet but yeah. then
1: like it expands and just like blows all sorts of different holes out of his yeah back. it's just awful yeah <laughs> so he's just gonna keep shooting him until they, he says something but it doesn't
0: doesn't end up happening because when you see when you see the cutaway MacGyver's up there and he grabs one of the pikes and he throws it like a like a javelin uh-huh. directly behind Ralph and Sal and it hits the it hits the front of the steam valve yeah and it basically shoots the steam now at this point wouldn't that steam scald the shit out of ralph and sal yeah it's like hot steam. Like it's an a- oh, it'd probably burn their faces off. So I don't think myself. I'm something like, obviously you can't show this. Like their faces melting off. Oh, like- God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like what the frick? What's the mo- is the lost ark when they? Oh, open, that would when be they it. open the ark. They will start melting. <laughs> oh, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so so he throws the pike and he blasts the steam in their face and then MacGyver jumps down with the other pike and just barrels them to the ground. With that pike,
1: <sighs> and he
0: collapses down next to Jimmy, and they have a little moment. And what does he say to him? He ma- he makes some mention about. It. He's like, "Oh, you don't look that good." He's like, "Yeah, you don't look so good yourself." Yeah, and they just start laughing. And they start yeah. laughing, and then we we kind of we fade. But I'm away. like,
1: man, this was so rugged. Like, there's Jimmy with a with a bullet wound in his shoulder. There's MacGyver shot in the stomach, and there's Saul and and Ralph burned like <laughs> all their faces are to death. <laughs> and like. Then they're just like laughing and they're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I mean, this was like the gnarliest I've seen. It MacGyver. was, it was, it was great. brutal.
0: It was so good. And so, yeah, so Jimmy and MacGyver just like kind of like laugh it off for a few minutes and we fade out. and we, we come back um, for the final act here and they're, they're back on the houseboat. <laughs> J- Jimmy's there. Uh, Susan's there. Brian's there. And they're all kind of like laughing and Jimmy's. They don't really explain it, but we assume that Jimmy's getting ready for another life. He's yeah. gonna start. He's starting with something else. Um, he's gonna live, but he's gonna live the life with his daughter and his grandson now, because he's got them back in his life, mm-hmm. and they're everything. Everything all tied up with a nice bow. And, and they accept him right. Fine. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No he's, problem. He's, he's given hitting. He's giving hitting tips to Brian. He's like explaining yeah. him how he's supposed to hit the ball, and he's like, you know what, Brian? Why don't you go upstairs and get your ball, get your glove, because we're about to miss the big game, and so. Brian runs by and he slams into MacGyver, and Pete has a funny line before we end the episode, so we'll let her go. Whoa. Brian!
1: It's all right. No problem. Doctor said he didn't need those ribs anyway. Not many guys would take a bullet for a friend. What do you say we don't make a habit of that friend? <laughs> Okay, that's a deal. <laughs> All right, I won't shoot you again, MacGyver. Okay, I won't catch a bullet for you then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that ends the episode. I mm. blew the premiere out of the water. It did everything about it. The intensity was there. The acting was spot on. Ralph was a shithead. Oh, fucking, fucking hated a, Ralph. I hope he's gone. Sal Sal is what you would expect from a mobster's lackey. Yeah. Um. Wish we had maybe seen a little scene of Papa Chuck. Oh, pa- miss Papa Chuck.
1: Maybe Papa Chuck getting closed in his coffin. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. One last ice cream cone in his hand. This is melting on his chest. <laughs>
0: But again, I like what you said about this earlier, oh, is that this episode relied on just that core four. It was MacGyver, right. it was Jimmy, it was Ralph, it was Sal. Yeah. That was it. You had the secondary characters who came in and out, but like it was that core four group that just, <clears throat> that was it. It was Ralph and Sal were chasing for Jimmy, MacGyver was supporting yeah. Jimmy, and that was it.
1: Yeah, and I think that the episodes that are best are the... the tightest ones a like close most close-knit in the characters the yeah. simplest stories Ag- agreed there's no crazy tangents absolutely there's nothing
0: absolutely there's no twists nope it was just a straight up straight up action really well done i and i thought it was i just thought it was so good um so i'm gonna go one mullet for the houseboat mm-hmm. one mullet for jimmy's return one mullet for the zip line and one and a half mullets for every scene involving Mac and Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. But I took a half a mullet away for Ralph because he's a fucking
1: idiot. Okay. So I went four and a half out of five. So I, I, Near a, perfect. It's a bit of a shame because you let Ralph ruin it. I had to. But... Um, I honestly didn't write anything. All I wrote was five mullets, all the mullets. You just love, you love the Jimmy episodes, man. I, and I can talk about any scene in this episode and tell you why I would give it a mullet. Like it's all great. Absolutely. All of it's great. Like the beginning, just like, I I just, I can't even tell you like the interaction between Jimmy and MacGyver. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's the most realistic scenario I can think of. Yep. Like it's just better. The, yes. This is just a better show. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was implausible was the zip line bit.
0: Right. It was still fun to watch, but I do understand. I see the
1: implausibility of it. And one thing I've been noticed new to see, yeah, is that there have been less MacGyvery things, less MacGyverisms in the last couple, yeah. even in the latter half of season two. Yeah. At least in terms of building weird stuff using science. Right. It's bo- more been. situational things but not so much like oh let's uh let's make thermite (laughs) right and so like i don't even know if i would consider the zipline
0: a macgyverism because it was he used it out of the environment around him but it was like you said like he didn't create thermite or he didn't create a gas bomb out of out of a balloon or whatever like i'm noticing that there are becoming less and less Mm. a thing
1: yeah, and more about MacGyver's and his relationships with this, you know, and with, I, which I think people. is fine. Um, it's fascinating. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what happens with the houseboat, yes. and with his neighbor, that girl who also lives in a boat. I feel like her name was Linda, I but maybe p- not.
0: Oh, it might have been Linda. Sounds right. It does. Yeah. I just can't. Maybe she'll be a factor in for
1: the rest of the series. Like you said, we watched these very close ago. I need to know
0: if Penny ends up getting in bed with him in the houseboat. Penny Parker? I don't know if Penny's in this
1: season. You said hope- there was one season she in. I think this be might be one of the episodes, one of the seasons she's not the, in. It fades up on the houseboat and the whole thing's just like rocking back and forth. It's like
0: the, the bottom of the boat, the bottom of the boat's just like half in the water, it's
1: like oh, creating wakes and pissing
0: off everybody else. Cuz Penny is has already been in 3 episodes this so far. Right. She was in one of season 1 and then two episodes of season 2, but she's only right. in 6 total. So she's okay. only got three episodes left. Right. So I think this is one of the seasons she's not in. But anyway. Yeah. Um,
1: no, everything about this episode I liked. So you go five out of five. I'm going five out of five.
0: I can't rightfully say it's in my top yet because it's too early in the season, but it's yeah. definitely one. It's definitely going to be hard to top this, mm-hmm. but maybe it'll do it next week. Yeah. Are you ready for next uh, week's oh, episode? Oh,
1: what is next week's episode, David? Next week's episode is season three,
0: episode four, mm-hmm. Ghost Ship. While out mapping the Alaskan wilderness, MacGyver finds a ship with its crew missing. A Russian girl on board tells him that the crew was frightened by Bigfoot.
1: Wait, so there's no crew except for one person? There's a girl on the boat. So then it's not a ghost ship. So the girl on the boat tells MacGyver
0: that all of the crew was frightened off by Bigfoot.
1: Fucking Bigfoot and MacGyver! <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. And 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 there it goes again. Like like we had this great episode grounded in reality. <laughs> now we're now talking fucking, about fucking, Bigfoot. fucking
0: Sasquatch <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> there's a season. There's an episode coming up later on in the series. I think it's season six where MacGyver uh, comes into first contact with the UFO.
1: Ooh, yeah. Uh, so I
0: I think his name they're, Paul. They're, there's some weird episodes coming up.
1: Yeah. And there was one about a voodoo lady. Can't wait. And, oh, it's gonna be great. So I can't wait. I think there's gonna be two worlds. Like, you know, one the reality of MacGyver, and then another one, it's like some weird, twisted world yes, where all this shit happens. I agree.
0: I agree. So I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. It was a great episode. It was a great way to end uh end that episode. I just thought everything about it was great. So if you guys liked this episode and you want us to continue with it, you want us to keep being belligerent <laughs> about about our love for MacGyver. Or, or more belligerent. Or more belligerent. Um, if you have a favorite recurring character, please... Uh let us know. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram at Champa Klein. That's that's probably the most prominent of our social medias that uh, mm. Greg and I use. Mm. Uh, you can hit us up, uh, Champa and Klein, blow your mind on Facebook. Um, I said this already, but it encompasses all of our shows. So we have three shows running at the moment. We have the fourteen forty, which is a twenty four hour podcast. We are currently have just released uh, at this point episode four hour fourteen. We'll have already released at this point. Uh, we have Champa and Klein, blow your mind, which is our flagship, which was the show that kind of like started it all. Um, so we've got 54 episodes of that show, and you can listen to the whole archive on ChampaKline.com. com. Uh, first, uh, last 20 episodes are on iTunes, so you can you can subscribe there. Uh, eventually, we'd probably end up putting the rest of them back on, but for right now, you got the last 20. Um, yeah, You can find us on Twitter at blowyourmind 14. You can email us. Let us blow your mind at gmail com for mullets and memories. I am Dave Champa. I am
1: Greg Klein. Have
0: a fantastic week, guys. Well, then maybe it's time for a